Welcome to House of David Ministries. I'm Pastor Eric Michael Teitelman. Join me as we learn about the rich heritage of our Christian faith. In each episode, we explore a unique topic that will deepen your knowledge of Christ and who we are as His people. In this episode, we're going to learn how God has given Israel as both a covenant to the people and a light to the nations of the earth. And we're going to see how God's plan of salvation and the restoration of Israel will come through the Gentiles. We know that from the beginning that God has a plan to redeem all mankind. And so he preserved a seed, a righteous branch, that would extend from Adam all the way to King David. And then from this man, God made a promise that he would bring forth the Messiah, the Christ. He is the root and the stem of Jesse. He is the branch and the arm of God. He is the Lion of Judah. He is the Savior of the world, and He is the King of Israel. But with Abraham, God made a covenant to create a great nation that would become one with Him, and this nation is Israel. And so to understand God's redemptive plan for humanity, we have to look at the nation of Israel. And here's why. Israel is the only nation on earth to receive God's direct revelation and his visitation, and she's the only nation to be born of his covenant. In Amos chapter 2, the Lord said, You only I have known of all the families of the earth. Now the Lord called Israel out of Egypt, and he said in Exodus chapter 19, He said, You shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And then many years later, through the prophets, he revealed her calling. In Isaiah chapter 42, the Lord said, I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles. Now, you might be thinking this scripture exclusively refers to Christ, to Jesus. And it does. But notice here in Acts chapter 13, how the Apostle Paul, who was a Jewish man, referenced this scripture here and Israel's calling for the nations when he said, For so the Lord has commanded us, and he was speaking of himself and Barnabas, he says, I've set you, or in the NIV it says, I've made you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. And so while this scripture in Isaiah is speaking of the Christ, the Messiah, the calling that Yeshua was to give his people, the nation of Israel, was they were to become a light to the nations. And Paul used the scripture here, quoted the scripture, in fact, in Acts chapter 13. So Israel's calling was and is still to bring God's message of salvation to the ends of the earth. And even Yeshua said, for salvation is of the Jews. And for these reasons, the sages say that Israel and God are one. And we're going to pick that up in another teaching. Now, the word Israel is comprised of the Hebrew roots El and Yeshar. El is one of the sacred names of God, and Yeshar means to go straight. So let's see how Israel's name also fits her calling. In Isaiah chapter 40, the Lord says, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Paul said in Romans chapter 3, he says, What advantage then has the Jew, or what is the profit of circumcision? He says, much in every way, chiefly because to them were committed the oracles, which is the written word of God. And so therefore we see that Israel's calling comes with great responsibility. 
So the Lord was declaring that he would make through Israel a straight path for all the nations to walk in. And God's promise of spiritual and material blessings to Israel was that she would reveal his glory to all of the nations. And for this reason, Israel was to shine with God's brightness in this dark world so that all those drawn to his light would join themselves to the God of Israel through her. In Zechariah chapter 8, it says, In those days, ten men from every language of the nation shall grasp the sleeve of a Jewish man, saying, Let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. In Isaiah chapter 2, it says, Now it will come about in the last days, the mountain of the house of the Lord will be established as the chief of the mountains, and will be raised above the hills, and all the nations will stream to it. Many people shall come and say, Come, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, and we shall walk in his paths, for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And so now we begin to see that Israel serves as both a covenant to the people and a light to the nations. A light very clearly because Israel was to reveal God's truth in this dark world, but also a covenant because of her relationship with the Gentiles. It's likened to a marriage where Israel, which is who is God's special treasure, has been given to the nations of the earth as a gift. In fact, this is God's eternal promise that Israel would be a blessing to every nation and fill the whole earth with his fruit, with his blessings. And so for this reason, we have to ask ourselves, how have the nations treated their gift from God? In Genesis chapter 12, we know the verse that says, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. But God has also warned the nations. In Joel chapter 3, he says, I will also gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, and I will enter into judgment with them there on account of my people, my heritage, Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. They have also divided up my land. And in Zechariah chapter 2, the Lord warns the nations. He says, For thus says the Lord of hosts, He sent me after glory to the nations which plunder you. For he who touches you touches the apple of his eye. And so again, Israel's calling is to be a blessing to the nations, and this calling is irrevocable, and it is without repentance. And even in her present fallen spiritual condition, God continues to bless and reveal his love for all the nations through the Jewish people. I've actually heard it said, and I didn't make this up, but I love the statement, For God so loved the world that he created an entire nation just to bless the Gentiles. And we know because God's word will not return void, and because he will fulfill all of his promises to the nation of Israel, that he is going to one day make her the light to the nations that he has promised. In the Abrahamic covenant, God promised the land of Canaan as an eternal inheritance to the Jewish people. The Lord said, It is a good and large land, one that flows with milk and honey. In other words, it's a land that flows with God's blessings. And so as his bride, the Lord desires that Israel would not labor for herself, but rather be sustained by him so that she could remain close to his heart. And so we see that Israel was created for intimacy with God. In Isaiah 54, the Lord declares, For your husband is your maker 
whose name is the Lord of hosts, and your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel, who is called the God of all the earth. Israel was and is to receive God's blessings and his love, and not to covet these things selfishly, but to open her heart to the nation so that God's blessings would flow to the ends of the earth. In the book of Romans, in chapter 11, the Apostle Paul illustratively uses a cultivated olive tree to describe the relationship between Israel and the nations. The trunk is Christ. He is the one who is connected to and holds all of the branches. The natural branches are the believing ones of Israel, which are one with Yeshua, because there was to be no distinction either genetically or spiritually between God and Israel. And then the wild olive trees are the nations which were to become one with Yeshua and Israel through the spiritual blessings that were promised to Abraham. And so the Lord made this promise to Abraham when he said in Genesis chapter 35, he says, I am God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply. A nation, which is Israel, and a company of nations or Gentile nations shall proceed from you and kings shall come from your body. And the Apostle Paul said in Galatians chapter 3, he said in the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. Now while the new covenant that God made with Israel is unconditional and remains an unbreakable marriage between him and the Jewish people, the flow of God's blessings to the nations through Israel required her to come into alignment with his will and purpose for her. And this, namely, that Israel was to open her heart to her Messiah and allow God to make the Jewish people as a light to the nations. And in turn, the Gentiles were to join themselves to Israel as one people of God and one new man in Christ. The joining of the nations to Israel in this covenant relationship would effectively establish and build the church. In Greek, the church is called the Ecclesia, and in Hebrew, it's called the Kahal also known as the Great Assembly. The church is not a denomination or an ethnic group, but it is one people of God redeemed out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation on the face of the earth. And the church does not replace Israel. No, those of the nations who join themselves to the God of Israel and his people come under the bond of his new and everlasting covenant and receive his covenant blessings and promises. The nations become part of the commonwealth of Israel. And this is the great nation and the company of nations that was promised to Abraham. So regarding the nations being joined to Israel, this is what the Lord said in Isaiah chapter 56. He said, The foreigner who joins themselves to the Lord to minister to him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants, everyone who keeps from profaning the Sabbath and holds fast my covenant, even those I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer, Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be acceptable on my altar, for my house will be called a house of prayer for all the peoples. The Lord God who gathers the dispersed of Israel declares, yet others I will gather to them, to those already gathered. And so if Israel's calling was to become a kingdom of priests and to reconcile the nations to God through her, but she divorced her calling, then God for the season has himself reached out to the Gentiles and grafted them contrary to nature into his cultivated olive tree. Paul said in Romans 11, he said, If some of the natural branches were broken off, and you, being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among them, 
and with them became a partaker of the root and fatness of the olive tree, do not boast against the branches. But if you do boast, remember that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. Now, Paul is saying that where there were once dead or faithless branches in this cultivated olive tree, that now life from the dead has sprung forth through the Gentiles. And the nations have been brought out of darkness into God's marvelous light, which is the love of his truth, which is found in Christ. The Gentiles have now been entrusted with carrying God's light and his message of salvation to the ends of the earth, including the nation of Israel. Paul says in Romans 11, but through their fall to provoke them, Israel, to jealousy, salvation has come to the Gentiles. And he wasn't just speaking of the gift of salvation, but he was specifically talking about the mantle, the the responsibility, the calling to carry the message of salvation to the ends of the earth. If the nations only understood the sacrifice that God made on their behalf, because he cut away natural branches and grafted in wild ones to a house that was not inherently for them. In Matthew chapter 8, it says, And I say to you that many will come from the east and the west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, but the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And that's a sobering, sobering statement where the Lord himself Jesus himself was telling the Jewish people that even though they were the rightful heirs to the kingdom, they were the children of the promise, that many will not enter the kingdom of God. But those who were not even part of the covenant promises, those of the Gentiles, many will come from the east and the west, and they will sit in the kingdom of heaven. And also, If the nations recognize their anointing and calling to provoke Israel to jealousy and to bring God's salvation to the Jewish people. Paul said in Romans 9, he says, For I wish that I myself were accursed, meaning separated from Christ, for my brethren, my countrymen according to the flesh who are Israelites. This is how much Paul loved the Jewish people and desired their salvation, that he was even willing to become separated from Christ for their benefit. And could it be that the fullness of the Gentiles requires the salvation of Israel? Paul said in Romans 11, verse 15, he says, For if their being cast away is the reconciling of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? You see, I believe there's an unfulfilled promise to the church regarding Israel's salvation. And oh, the joy this is going to bring to the kingdom of God. And so God's order and purposes will not change. Paul said in Romans chapter 2, he said, God will give glory, honor, and peace to every man who works good to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And so again, I believe there is a fulfillment of Israel's destiny that is still to come. First, she is to receive her material and spiritual blessings, including all the land of Israel that was promised to the descendants of Abraham. Then she is to become a kingdom of priests and a holy nation, and she is to pour her heart out to the Lord so that God would reconcile all nations to himself through her. In Isaiah chapter 60, the Lord says, For behold, darkness will cover the earth and deep darkness the peoples, but the Lord will rise upon you and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. 
Yes, this verse speaks of Christ, but it's also a reflection of the kingdom of Israel. In Isaiah chapter 49, the Lord says, regarding the restoration of Israel, In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. I will preserve you and give you, Israel, as a covenant to the people to restore the earth, to cause them to inherit the desolate heritages, that you may say to the prisoners, Go forth to those who are in darkness, show yourselves. Again, Israel is called to be a covenant to the people and a light to the nations. And so now we can see that the salvation of the nations has been entrusted to Israel. But because of her rejection of Christ for this season, because of Israel's rebellion, the salvation of Israel has been entrusted to the nations. In Joel chapter 2, we see a picture of what I believe is a reference to the church. It says, Let the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar, and let them say, Spare your people, which is Israel, O Lord, and do not give your heritage to reproach that the nation should rule over them. Then the Lord will be zealous for his land and pity his people. And so I believe that God is going to actually save Israel through the church. And for this moment, the church is predominantly comprised of the Gentiles. So brothers and sisters in Christ, let us walk in obedience to fulfill our destiny in the Lord as one new man, Jew and Gentile together, provoking Israel, and in fact, provoking all the nations to jealousy, bringing God's message of salvation to the ends of the earth and making disciples of every nation. And let us complete the Great Commission together and see the restoration of the kingdom of Israel and God's fulfilling promises to give her as a covenant to the people and a light to the nations. Amen. If you have enjoyed this teaching from House of David Ministries, make sure you subscribe to our channel and don't forget to visit our website where you can sign up for our monthly newsletter. We pray the Lord richly bless you and we look forward to having you join us again for our next episode.